Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. So thankful for you tuning in today. We want to go back to the book of Jeremiah, chapter number 18. And verse number one, where the Bible said, The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels, and the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again. So he made it again, another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter? Saith the Lord, Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in mine hand, O house of Israel. And of course, we know the prophetical side to this, that God is not finished with the, uh, with the nation of Israel. And he uses this picture here by the pen of Jeremiah that he is going to bring Israel back. And I'm glad we serve a God of second chance, third chance, another chance. On the last podcast, we talked about the clay a little bit. We talked about how that clay was helpless and hopeless and worthless as long as it was in the bank of the river or in the bank of the clay. But because someone got on their mind, I want you to think about that, that potter sitting in the house one day or in his shop one day, and he says, there's some clay out there that if I could get my hands on it, get it out of its present situation, bring it back to the house, start working on it, start molding on it, I can make something beautiful out of it. That's salvation, y'all. When we could not go to God, he came to us. And that worthless clay, we talked about how the process of squeezing off the excess water and, and then putting that clay away for a while to let it uh, acquire the right texture, putting it under the feet to press it down to the right consistency, a type of submission. And we talked about that on the last podcast. Let's talk about the potter a little bit. We know we're the clay, but let's talk about the Lord. Here's what the scripture's teaching. And don't miss this. This right here will change your life. And it's so simplistic. And here's the truth. This is what the story of the potter and the clay teaches. God has a right to do whatever he pleases in my life. The sooner we give up our rights, the sooner we'll learn what true joy is. God has a right to do whatever he wants that pleases him with my life. If you'll just learn to let God have you, I'll promise you, you'll rest better at night. I gave the Lord my life when I got saved, and that was 42 years ago. Gave my life in salvation. But you know what? Every morning I get up, I give him my life again. I give him my life again. I yield again. God, my life is yours do with me what you would want. And he's directing my paths. 
If I go down the wrong path after I've turned my life over to him, then whose fault will that be? It won't be my fault. It would be God's fault. And guess what? We know he has no faults. He makes no mistakes. So if I continually yield my life to him and trust the potter who has the right to do with me any way he chooses, then I know that all things work together for good to them that love God. You know, to think that God would even think on me should shame me when I question his purpose for me. I mean, that God would even have a thought of me. And who am I to tell the Creator what is supposed to happen with my life? I had no life without Him. I mean, if God wanted, uh, if God wanted to make me a frog sitting on the riverbank, He has the right to do that. If God would have made me a slippery snake maneuvering through some tall grass somewhere, that'd been more than what I deserve. If He wanted to make me a old stinking billy goat. I mean, he has the right to do that. If he wanted to make me an old braying donkey with buck teeth, and that would have been more than I deserve. We ought to humble ourselves. And, and, and see, we've had this problem in mankind of putting ourselves in the place of God. I mean, isn't that, isn't that the ploy of Satan from the very beginning? Yea, hath God said. He just knows that... He's trying to keep you down. He's trying to keep you lower. He knows that if you eat of this fruit, you're going to be like him. We better get a hold of that. That potter has the right. He has the right to do with my life as he pleases because he's the creator. I'm the clay. So we see the clay and we see the potter. But then the third thing you see is the wheel. The potter has a wheel, W-H-E-E-L, and the potter has a wheel, W-I-L-L. He uses the wheel for his will. He uses the W-H-E-E-L for his W-I-L-L. And so that wheel of this potter, it had two parts. One was a larger, lower wheel that t turned by the foot. And they had a small upper wheel that turned by the hand. The foot speaks of dominance while the hand speaks of direction. And God, as the potter, has the right to dominate our life and to direct our life. And that wheel spins. You ever feel like your life is just spinning round and round, round and round, round and round? And that wheel represents how confused we become. When we try our own way, God's will sometimes allows allow us to try. God will sometimes allow us to try it our own way. Our way always bring confusion, and that's when we just get humbled to His will. And when you don't know which way to turn, God is trying to get you to see that you need to turn to the one who's doing the turning. I hope you heard that. That spinning is confusing to the clay, but while the clay spins. And God does allow things to happen. He's not the author of confusion, but he is spinning us on the wheel. And if we're not trusting, we'll be so bumfuzzled and confused. But that's when the potter starts to shape that clay with his hands in that cone-shaped figure. And so many times we complain about confusing times and 
But that's the time when God is molding us into what He wants to be. And I read and studied where that potter will use his thumb. And he'll take that thumb and he'll make a hole at the top of that clay as it spins. And for the clay to be able to hold water, there has to be that thumb coming in. Well, you know what the thumb in the book of Exodus and Leviticus is a picture of? It was anointed with oil and it typifies it was anointed with oil, it was anointed with blood, and it typifies consecration or cleansing. And if God's ever going to make you a vessel that would be able to hold anything, you'll have to be consecrated and cleansed. And, and, and while that potter's spinning that wheel and that clay and he starts pressing that clay from the top with his thumb, he keeps a, a dish of water right beside him that he can use to put the amount of water that he wants to put on it. We know that what the water's a type of is the Word of God. And that water keeps that clay workable and moldable. It keeps it cool under the pressure that, cause, that causes it to heat. And the Word of God is what keeps us workable. The Word of God is what keeps us cooled off from the heat. And then there's something else that potter will do. He'll use friction. He'll, he'll apply friction so he can form that clay to what is in his own mind. He'll use pressure to mold it. A lot of times they'll cut away uh, cut away pieces that are not needed. Oh, has the Word of God, has the potter ever cut you? Absolutely. He'll trim us off. Don't ever think that serving God is easy. It's not. It's the greatest life there is to live. It's the greatest life there is to live. But it's not easy. And so that will... That wheel with the Word of God, that water beside it, and the friction that, 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 that forms the idea of that potter and, and the pressure that molds that potter and the cutting away of the excess clay. God's doing a work in your life, and He has every right to do it because He's the potter. I don't want you to miss the next podcast. We're going to probably finish up on this subject of the potter and the clay. And I believe it'll be a help to you. It's already been a help to me. But I tell you what, God's trying to mold you into his image so you can go out today and be salt and light. When we refuse to let the potter have his will and way, we can't be salt. We can't be light. This world needs purifying. This world needs illumination. Why don't you go out today and be salt and be light? And if you're listening to this even in the evening, why don't you plan on purpose to go out tomorrow and be salt and light? Till the next podcast of Treasures of Truth, God bless you.